Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Travers. With me, joining me again for the second time, is uh, Bill Travers. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. And joining us for the very first time, Maddie D. also writes for Boston Sports Syndicate. How's it going, everybody? Hopefully everybody's good. Um, As good as you can be. Do you have any quick thoughts to lead us off uh, before we get into the uh, Patriots-Steelers game that we all just watched together? Um, Do you have any quick thoughts? Not related to the game, but just in general. Yeah, I have one uh, for people on Twitter. Pet peeve. Okay. (laughs) When you tweet out, what a catch, where's the call, anything like that, when you have, I have no idea what game you're watching, and I look back at my timeline, four hours later, this happened all the time during college football when there were literally 12 games going on at one time. And I go on, that's a catch. What a what a throw. Terrible throw there. <laughs> like, at least use the hashtag of what game. Like, use the hashtag yeah, of what, what game you're watching. That's what they're there for. That's basically directly at Ryan Bessie, I feel like. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Because I know he's always watching the Dallas game. <laughs> not on college football days. Not on college football days, no. But, uh, yeah, that is that is true. Use a, use a hashtag. That's Just what, what Twitter's for. Use a hashtag. Yeah. Matt, do you have any any quick thoughts to lead us off? I do. As I was watching that game, and obviously we're going to get into it, but um, looking back on the season, the dynasty died with the miracle, what do they call it, the Miami miracle. It died? That's the. That's over. It's what? over. It's over now. One it's week? Over. Yeah. That, oh. that, that, that Hail oh, Mary Do you mean the overreaction play? from the fans that no, no, I just think eliminates that, everything they've done for that, the last 16 years, 17 that years? That loss, now compiled it to today... They're not gonna. They're, this is. They're not going to the Super Bowl, and we'll, I'm sure we're gonna get into it. But a few of their, you know, their franchise icons are, are dwindling. They're dwindling. I mean, they're, they're they're not burning bright any longer. And we're gonna look back and uh, a 30 yard pitch and catch to Kenny Stills to Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake. <laughs> Kenyon, don't call me the rapper Drake. Is gonna be <laughs> gonna be the the downfall of the dynasty. The, yeah, it's gonna be the videos burned into all of our brains. I don't know about that. But that's not an overreaction at all. Maybe a little. And this was the guy that before the playoffs started in for baseball predicted the Red Sox were going to win the World Series. Yeah, and we all we Let, all let's ch- put that in perspective. <laughs> we all <laughs> Sorry, we all fans. we all chirped him for that too. Um my quick thought has something to do with football but has really nothing to do with the Patriots. Did either of you see the Stephen A. Smith video that has now gone viral um with him talking to Teddy Bruschi? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. So Stephen A. Smith, everyone knows who he is, obviously. He is on his show First Take. I think uh, it's with, whatever they call it now. I think it's First Take still. And he's Teddy Bruschi's in the middle. Stephen A. Smith's on one side, and whoever the other Max guy is, Kellerman. Max Kellerman, is on the other side. And Stephen A. Smith starts going off about the uh, Chargers and the Chiefs game. Chiefs game, and he gets just about everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about how DeMar- uh, DeMarcus Ware is going to be a big deal. Oh, no, Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware, yeah. Oh, listen to me. Spencer Ware <laughs> is going to be a playmaker. He, <laughs> uh, he was out for the game. How Hunter Henry's been a big factor all year. Hadn't played all season. Um, there was there was two Derek other things. Johnson. He said, and, I can't and, wait to see the matchup of Hunter Henry and Derek Johnson. <laughs> it's like Hunter Henry's been on the IR since, not even the beginning of the year, since May. And Derek Johnson hasn't been in the league for three years. <laughs> and you see Teddy, like he literally broke Teddy, Teddy Bruschi. His face, his face is just like, 
What is going on? If you haven't seen the video, go back and watch the video. Don't do it right now because we're going to talk about the Did Patriots. Did you hear Steelers what he game. said? Uh, his like his little like statement about what he meant to say. No. He said, "Oh, I meant Virgil Green, who is the backup tight end for San Diego or L.A. Sorry. And, oh, that oh, was that's the, the thing. Yeah, he, yeah. he called he him San, San Diego, Diego which, which everybody is, does. Everyone yeah. does, and everyone will forever until yeah. it's a real stadium. But he said, <laughs> "Oh, I meant Virgil Green." Go look at Virgil Green's stats. He hasn't had a catch in four games. So, so, so what kind of matchup is that? That's at the just bench Stephen A. Virgil Smith. Green? That's Stephen A. Smith going to Google and typing in backup <laughs> tight end just to show that he has the knowledge <laughs> yeah. of the expanded roster Hunter Henry, of Virgil the teams. Green. <laughs> if you know, if you look at the picture of the two gentlemen, they don't look anything like. <laughs> oh, Stephen A. It's a good laugh. Go watch it. Don't watch it now because we're going to talk about the Seals Patriots game. Oof. Actually, watch it after you listen to this because yeah, right. Yeah. You so, need to pick me up. <laughs> What are your major takeaways from the game? Uh, let's start with Bill. Major takeaways, this Patriots team is just does not have it this year. Whatever that was that they've had in the past. Last year they win this game. Mm-hmm. They're just not winning these types of games anymore. And this is five losses now on the road. All five of their losses have come on the road. For whatever reason, they just cannot go into enemy territory and steal one of these games anymore. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, uh, well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why that is. It's the toughness. Sometimes I can't help but think back to the preseason when, you know, the uh, no comma days off. That whole narrative came up that the the coaching staff was was coaching them softer and they were letting the players do whatever they wanted. And I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, it's it's something. It's in over the last two years, what were they, fifteen and one on the road, and now they're three and five. Something has changed in that in that. You, you could team. chalk it up to all the games that they've played over the last five years. You know, going to the Super Bowl three out of, four, what, three out of the last four years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's another half a season at least of right. games that they've played. With aging, like, all right. the stars are aging. That's right. That, that's what I think it is with the road is I think it's it it's a little harder to get up on the road. It's a little harder to, to get up for the game. And I think that the aging Gronk, the aging Brady – Hell, even the aging Belichick, you know, mm-hmm. they're not quite, they don't quite look the same at, at home as, I mean, on the road as they do at home. And, I mean, Gronk hasn't really looked good in either one, but I think Brady is the big one where for some reason, I don't think he looks as good on the road as he does at home. I think that he, uh, not that it was, I don't even know if it was his fault necessarily per se today. He didn't look good, mm-hmm. but I think that age is catching up to him. Maybe it's a little wear and tear. I don't love that excuse reasoning. I'll call it an excuse. Don't love the excuse, but it could be some of it, I guess. I don't think it's um, an excuse. I think it's a factor, though. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. But, I mean, you don't have the exact same players year in and year out, so it's not like all of these guys are getting all the wear and tear. Gronk misses. It, it, for, no, for that. Your, your key players are. I mean, it's just Brady, basically. Not, over the last three or four years? Just Brady, basically. No, you've got Edelman. You've got Who would miss all of last year? You've got uh, McCourty on defense. James you've, White. You've got um, the only one that's re- the only uh, one that's really Mc- played. Mc- Why can't I think of his name? I'm look- let me look at Vinoy. Uh, he was there this last year. Yeah, he was there last year. And then you High Tower. High Tower. Who misses a ton of time? Like these guys right. all miss time during the season. So especially Gronk. Like sure, yeah, okay, that he's played, you know, however many postseason games, but he's also missed how many games. He hasn't played a full season yet. The only one who really is is Brady, and I think Brady is the most apparent that there's something wrong there this year, whether it's an injury, whether it's age, whether it's 
I don't know, but there's the there's something wrong there this year, and for some reason it gets exposed a lot more on the road. Maybe it's crowd noise. Maybe it's mm-hmm. you know he can't quite run the offense the way he wants to on the road because of that. Who knows? But there's something wrong with the quarterback this year, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I think no, I think absolutely. that's where it starts and ends. He has he has dropped off. What I don't think there's any debate about that? What was one of your uh, takeaways from the from the game today, Matt? Uh, my biggest takeaway today was just. The unpatriot-like play. I mean, year in, year out, I feel like mistake-free football. They do the things that the other team doesn't do. The other team seems to, like, fold underneath the pressure. And that has turned completely around. It's now the Patriots doing the jumping off sides. The holding penalty to end this game that Bill and all three of us were talking about during the game, that took, that set them up for 4th and fifteen. If they were fourth and five, you could do a little dump off to White. You could you open up your playbook to get the first down and continue down the field. I know the time wasn't on their side. Still though, the undisciplined, the penalties, the Aaron throw, the Brady interception, which we'll talk about. It's just it it's just un unpatriot like. Yeah, they had a number of false starts. I think Edelman had one on a running play. It was a running play, and Edelman had a false start out in the. Out and on the outside. It, and the defensive holding play, you don't see that all the time. Holding is one thing. That's a physical. But, but, but on defense? But the offsides, the illegal formations, those are mental plays that are unpatriot-like. Right, and that's could I, I think that's another thing that we, when you relate it back to Brady and not being able to control the offense, not clearly not everybody's on the same page when you have that many false starts. Right. It's just there's something missing there, whether it's a communication thing, a timing thing. There's something wrong. And coming into the game, you heard – uh, Romo and what's his nuts there talking about it that that they were the least penalized team in the league, right. and then all of a sudden they looked like the Cincinnati Bengals today, and they, there's flags on every yeah. single play, mm-hmm. which I know drove Matt crazy okay. with the pace of play, but that's probably another argument for a different day. But um, my biggest takeaway, I think it was glaringly obvious today that the offensive line play was the. I think was one of the biggest differences in this game. The offensive line for the Steelers is unbelievable. I'm not even sure at this point if Le'Veon Bell is that good anymore. I think that, I think, I mean, Le'Veon Bell doesn't play. James Conner tears up the league. Mm-hmm. James Conner doesn't play. What was that guy's name today? Jalen Samuels. Samuels. How many yards did he go for? He had 142 yards on the ground. I think another 30 in the air. He had almost, oh, he had over 170 total yards. So who, who is this guy? Have you ever heard of him? Um, he is a tight end hybrid. Oh, oh, from, okay. Uh, North Carolina State. Yeah, like a fifth round pick. Mm, so he's a nobody. And the other thing, when you when you look at the Patriots, really, you, they really didn't get anything going on the ground. I think uh, Michelle had fifty nine yards, and that mm-hmm. was the most for the for the for the the running backs. And the amount of time that Ben Roethlisberger has to throw the ball, it's no wonder this guy throws for two hundred and fifty plus yards a game. I don't even know if he did today, but two thirty five, close enough. But he lit it up in the first half. So he probably the, had half, more, more. Yeah, I think he had two hundred at half. The amount of the amount of time that he gets, you have to attribute that to the offensive line as well. And if the running game for the Patriots doesn't get going, offensive line. And Brady's inability to look comfortable in the pocket was apparent this game, especially in the second half. He didn't. Ha- he he probably had more time than he thought he did, but he was jumpy. Which and has you, been like that all year. And and that attributes back to the offensive right. line. I know it's the most boring stuff in football, but it's the number one thing I wrote down, and it was I thought it was apparent pretty much right from the get-go that that the Steelers were not going to lose in the, the trenches mm-hmm. this game. 
No, we were watching that game, and as it ended, uh, for everyone to watch it, it was an incomplete pass to Edelman. Bill made the comment. We actually went back and watched it. He didn't step into his throw. He was stepping he out to the sideline. Bailed out big time. Big that time. happened on the interception too. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the in late the past, game interception. He zips it right down to the low, the, you know, the bottom part of the field. Edelman can either go to the ground and catch it, or but he just and, and the pressure it. wasn't there. No, there really wasn't much there. Do you think now for this team, we can talk, we can get more in depth about the game in a little bit, but do you think now for this team that a first round buy is pretty much all but out the window? Not completely. You've got two home games. To finish the season against junk teams, junk teams, mm-hmm. but they're division games. They're teams that give you trouble, you know. But I, I don't expect the Patriots to lose the last two games at home. Uh, Houston's still got to go to Philadelphia, and that's who you're competing against now, at least for the two seed. Houston's got to go to Philadelphia. Kansas City's got to go to Seattle, uh, and then they finish at home with Oakland. So what I don't think you're going to catch Kansas City. What about the Chargers? The Chargers, who you need to be worried about, they go to Baltimore, and then they finish up in Denver. What did this? What do the Texans have again? Sorry, they have. They go to Philadelphia next week, and then yeah. the following week they are at home to Jacksonville. And Jacksonville is basically going to mail it in at yeah. this point. They just lost to. Uh, you may know him as your local neighborhood grocer, Josh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> they lost at home to that guy. So I think the Texans. The Texans probably going to get that number two seed if if you look right. on paper. But you've got the tiebreaker against them, mm-hmm. so they what slip it, up. Yeah, but aren't they? Two, you're gonna you're gonna steal it. Aren't they ten and four or? Yeah, they're ten and they're four. They're ten and four, you're so they're they're five. ahead of you right now. Right, and so they lose one, but if you win your next two, you both end up at eleven and five. Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose either one of those games, though. No, I mean the the Wentz is done for the year, so the Eagles are the Eagles are are running on foals again, who just won a Super Bowl, but they're not the same team clearly this year. And Jacksonville, they they might not even have a quarterback by that time, so they're just going to roll with a run. Or and who knows about supposedly the, their head coach now is getting into it with players, and Jalen oh, yeah, Ramsley yeah. doesn't doesn't care read. about doesn't care about his head coach. So, but Houston ran that hot streak. They won what eight in a row, mm-hmm. and then they lost last week, and then they came they came pretty close to losing this week. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost one of those two games. Yeah, Eagles are better it's than not, the Jets. It's not totally out of the realm of possibility that the Patriots can sneak back into that two seed. Do you? I mean, this is. I feel like this is a, a stupid question, but I want to ask it anyway. I guess. Do you think home field is important? Isn't the question? How important do you think home field is for this Patriots team? For this team, extremely important. Three and five on the. Road. I mean, you. They they have to get it right. Like yeah. they, if if they. I mean, if they finish in the three seed, they'll have the the home game for the first game. But then they're going on the road for the rest of the way, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it would take miracles. They would have to have an upset along the way. And then the question is, who do they play in that first round? You could have a Chargers team come in mm-hmm. that's thirteen and three. You could have a Baltimore team that's surging. You could have a Houston team that's playing well. Well, Houston, if they win their division, no. But uh, you know, you could have some teams that are on the upswing coming into that game. Yeah, but if it's if it's in Gillette, I don't know if I'm. Maybe the Chargers would scare me in Gillette, but outside of that, I don't. I don't know that. Oh, the Ravens would scare me in Gillette. The Ravens, I don't know. Not with a rookie got, quarterback. If yeah, if they've got him at quarterback. But the way this team is playing this year, are we going to be happy with one first round playoff? Yeah, they're game? the new Bruins. We'll, <laughs> we'll allow it. They're the new Bruins. Well, you know, get get one playoff game in. Yeah. Make sure it's at home. Get the extra. Get the extra money. You know, more ju- more beer money and beer some money. parking money. And that just you know. shows how spoiled Patriot fans are. Because year after year, it's first round by either the one or the two seed. Year after year after year. Look at a team like Cleveland. They've got what six wins? Six. Yeah. This, they're they're going nuts there for a mm-hmm. six win team. Well, I mean, 
Honestly, I might be more excited about the Browns than I am the Patriots right now. Browns, Browns are on the upswing. If you ask me, Patriots are on the downswing. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would be excited too if, if I mean, granted, if my team was also you know in in the uh, the basement for the last twenty five years, I'd be excited that they, that they've all, they're almost five hundred. I think that that would be a good thing. Uh, what other takeaways did you have from the game? Either one of you doesn't matter. Uh, Pittsburgh kept ripping off big big yardage chunk plays on, on first, first down. down. Yep. Uh, they they were continually second and four, second and three. They they just kept getting those first downs, sustaining drives. They made the defense made it too easy for them. If you look at the score, yeah, they only gave up seventeen points, and they and they stole a couple of interceptions, which kept the game a lot closer than it was. And you had the missed field goal, which we thought was the turning point. Didn't work out that way. Right. But overall, the defense just gave up too many big plays again. Poor tackling. Bad angles on on plays, so you know that those are the type of things that, yeah, you got lucky this week. But when you look at the score sheet, it really did you get lucky? You lost. You, you got lucky that you only gave up seventeen points. You got lucky that you were still in that game. Pittsburgh should have blown them out, probably in the first half. Oh yeah, I mean if that if the score if we were looking at a score right now of thirty five to seventeen, would be shocked or, you know, that should have no, been twenty one seventeen going into the half. With the way the game started, you thought it was going to be a. Uh, a bloodbath offensively. Oh, you know, the, the, the Steelers came out. They ran right down the field. The Patriots scored in, what, four plays, three plays, something like that. The bomb to Hogan. And you thought it was, you know, let, let's let's see what's going on. And then the Steelers did something that you don't expect the Steelers to do. They were smart. They played man. They, you know what else they did, which is something that I don't I don't necessarily watch opposing defenses intently, but when I noticed it, and it's very hard for me to sit in a room full of people when we're all watching the same game to not point things out because I'm like, no, save it, save it, don't say it, save it for the podcast, <laughs> save it, don't say it, don't say it. They were they were pressing at the line, at the line of scrimmage. They were up on the – you saw it all the time. They were, they were right up in the receivers' faces. And you know what that was doing? Taking away the dips and dunks that Brady loves to do and forcing Brady to throw the ball downfield. And you know what Brady doesn't do? Well – Throw the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. Especially they were when tight he's not coverage. The time. Right, they were in tight coverage. They were taking away the quick slants. They were, t- and, uh, you know, a couple of drops didn't help from the, from the Patriots receivers. But I don't know if I blame the Patriots offense this game or if I'm giving credit to the Steelers defense. And I, I, I think I'm leaning more towards giving the Steelers defense some credit because they were they were smart. They played tough. They played physical, which they usually do, and they almost ruined it. That last drive, they almost fell into man, into zone coverage, and they started doing it, and I started screaming, and I was trying to keep my composure, and I didn't. But I was <laughs> – <laughs> I don't get it. And that's the thing that, that – this would be a whole different thing. Like I would have came out screaming if, if the Patriots had scored in that last drive because right. the thing on Brady is he has all the answers to the test, right? That's the thing yeah. on Brady. He has all the answers to the test. Why the heck – do other teams not have the test on Brady? Like, why Why do they still... I think they do. I think... They don't! They don't! Because this we year? just keep dropping... Well, this year he hasn't been as good, but they keep... They still were dropping into zone! They still were doing it! Yeah, they're letting... Then, then they smartened up. Right. But, but, they, but they were still doing it, and if, the, if Brady has all the answers to the test because he's played for a million years, then shouldn't all of the teams have the answers on Brady because they, he's been playing for a million years, and the book hasn't really changed at all on Brady. And they're still doing it. Like let's let's give Edelman ten yards to play with. Like Brady's not going to hit him. Give me a break. But what what's the book on Brady? Pressure up the middle. 
Yeah, but, but then he just dump, then he dumps it off. And if you're if you're gonna give his receiver space, he's going to find him. He's going to find Edelman. He's going to find Gronk. And what happened on the last drive? Found Edelman. Found Gronk. And then right, they were they like, they were also they had no timeouts, so Pittsburgh was letting them complete those passes in the middle of the field to burn off the clock. Maybe clamp down at the end. Yeah, maybe, and then they and then they, they switched back up. into man. Right. And, and, and after I had already screamed for four minutes and I had no voice, and right. like then they switched back into man. But it's like. You see team after team, they always do it. And even when they – it happened last year with Houston. Houston went up big. They started dropping in his own. Houston lost. Why don't teams figure it out? Why? Can't answer that question. I think it's ego at some point. Like, I mean, the, the, the Steelers specifically, they do what they do. They do – that's why they, typically the Patriots eat them up. It's because they just do what they do, and you can beat them. They don't care about who they're playing. They don't adjust per team. They just do what they do. But, you know, today especially, maybe – like, do you think they would have played zone if they were only up three or two or one? Where a field goal was the deciding factor. Do you think they would have uh, still stuck with the zone? Probably. They probably would be stupid and still do it. And I'm convinced that Mike Tomlin is just Omar Epps, and a lookalike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And he doesn't really know football. He's just he's just acting in movies. And he... he they just they're just stupid. They're 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 stupid. And they would have done the same thing and and I almost said Vinatieri. And Guskowski would have kicked a field goal from 35 yards out to tie the game and then Brady will get a game-winning drive in overtime. Oh yeah. They they got they I guess I guess they kind of played it well and they we were talking about it during the during the game where you use the the end zone as your 12th man and I guess that's sort of what they did where they, you know, they they gave up the big yardage early. And then they started manning up as they got closer in, and they used the, the back of the end zone to their advantage. Yeah, so they maybe they like were smart. Four black shirts around every receiver, mm-hmm. it seemed. In yeah, the end zone. There yeah, was yeah. nowhere to throw the ball. They, at least they didn't put a wide receiver in to try and knock a ball down, because we all see how that works. Or a tight end. Or a tight end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just I was I thought that it was going to be another you know same song and dance for the uh, for the Steelers, and turns out it wasn't. So, mm-hmm. but why has the man coverage worked so well against the Patriots this year? Because the receivers don't get any separation. Cannot get separation. Edelman has lost that step. Could be because he's coming back from a blown-out knee. Could be because he's, what, 31, 32? 33, I think, actually. You know, he's not getting that separation. Where is all the speed with Josh Gordon? I, I have know, not seen it. I don't know year. that Josh Gordon is... A, it, it, I mean, he's fast for his size, but I don't know that he's a huge... So where's... I don't, where's, I don't know that he's right, a big so speed guy. If he's, if he's a physical specimen, where's the back shoulder throws? With him. You have to ask Tom. Yeah, go ask Tom. <laughs> You're going to have to ask Tom. You're going to have to ask Tom. <clears throat> and but, the question I asked last week, I asked it again this week, where's James White? I don't. That I don't. You're going to have to ask Tom. No, I I, I don't know he where. barely on the field. I don't know where James White has been. I mean, injury? Seven total that's, touches. That's it. You got to think it's some sort of injury. Maybe he missed the, the team flight or something. He and is your best weapon. On offense, mm-hmm. not the last two weeks he hasn't been. He's barely been on the field. And another another thing to go along with the speed, the the, the receivers not getting any separation, and the guys able to play a little bit tighter. Man, Gronk is a factor in that too. Now he's not a speed guy, but he doesn't have that. He really doesn't require two guys on him anymore, no. does he? No, mm-hmm. you can single cover him and he, shut he, him down. And and he's, I mean, he was he was probably more effective today as a blocker than he was as a receiver. He he was only targeted three times. 
Mm, I don't have five. the targets in front but of me. Five mean, targets? You talk, a couple of them, I think, were just targets. balls that were thrown yeah. away, and he was the closest Well, guy. one of them was at the end of the game. I think in the, in the in the first half, we said that he didn't have any targets, and technically he had one because it was a throwaway. Yeah. And then the end of the game. The next to the last play. Brady, yeah, Brady threw it 20 feet over his head. Right. And uh, the interception was probably a, techni- a right. target to him right. as well. It definitely was, yeah, to him. But it, do you think that the Patriots had a good game plan going into this game? Or do you think that the Steelers changed what they normally do and then and thus screwed up the Patriots game plan? Like it didn't it just seem like the Patriots just weren't ready? It I'm I'm wondering what was their game plan. You know, it just seemed like it was hand the ball like, off on McDaniels, first down. give me a play. All right, let's run it. McDaniels, give me a play. All right. It's just, it, there was no like my biggest takeaway from this game and now we're almost done with the season. Who is their alpha on offense? They have no alpha. I mean, Edelman today was seven for ninety, but that might have been the quietest seven for ninety I've seen. It was they had that thirty-yard play at the end because they basically gave it to him. Who's their alpha? Who who makes plays? Josh Gordon. You know, when they got him, I thought they were going to get the electric playmaking wide One receiver. Catch. You know who they got? Back end of his career, Brandon Marshall. What? Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> he is a he is a slightly smaller tight end. He doesn't burn burn anymore. He doesn't. I mean, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he who's the alpha on this team? Who's the guy that you could say, I'm just going to give him the ball. I need he need We need a play. They don't have that. And who was that guy last year? Deion I mean, Lewis. It was actually Deion Lewis. You're right. It was absolutely Deion Lewis. He was the, when you could give him the ball, and you could expect him to run it out, get your first downs, use up the clock. Shouldn't it be James White? And they're, just, they're no, not using be, him. It, no, that's not James White's role. Yeah, but it should be Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. who had some decent runs today. They all got they all got called back on holding penalties, though. Right. That's I mean that's just more of the the undisciplined. And but that's I, which you know I know the NFL now is is throw first, but you still need that threat of the run, especially when you have receivers who can't get the separation. When you were talking about the Steelers on first down, I lump it into the Patriots on first down too, because the Steelers, while they were they were running off six seven yards on a rush from you know the no name tight end uh, hybrid, uh, Jalen Samuels. Samuel. Samuels. Samuels. There's an S on there. <laughs> there there's there's, there's multiple, and they were getting six or seven yards from him, and then the Patriots hand the ball off to uh, Michelle, and he gets. One or two yards. Yeah. Now, and then, now and, now, and, and now you're looking at second and eight, and you can't get the little ding and duck for four yards. So you're forced to throw the ball downfield a little bit. Now you're looking at third and long. And I feel like that was constantly happening where the, the, the Steelers were doing a good job of moving the ball. The Patriots, it just felt like Brady threw for 270 ish, 280. 280. Yeah, 280, 279. And didn't feel like it. Right. I mean, it, and well, he had he had one huge yards to Hogan. play, one huge right. play to Hogan for fifty something yards. Obviously, that's gonna that's gonna boost your stats up a right. little Wide bit. Open. But it still, it just did not feel like that they were moving the ball. No, and and where are you gonna go? Play calling, execution. Where where is it? What is the problem with this team? What is it? There's a lot of. It seems to be a lack of. I don't want to say creativity because they've busted out the most trick plays that they have ever have. Which I think is a problem. Season. Is but it you, not? Just like in terms of your just your actual play calling, when you watch teams like the Chiefs, the Saints, the Rams, they throw guys in motion. They have these like fake pitches when they give it to the guy. There's no creativity. It's like I formation, Devlin, and there's Sony Michelle six yards. And when they didn't have the fullback in with Michelle, he did, he struggled. So what they did was they drafted what people thought could be an Alvin Kamara type, 
but it's he's not you he can't do that on his own he they need he needs a fullback and once you put a fullback on the field in today's NFL it's just a huge tell and they're not doing anything else to throw the defense off like uh, uh they're not sending usually I mean um uh, what was the play call I think it was last week the Browns ran this really like kind of cool play where they fake the handoff to the running back they fake the pitch to one receiver who's going uh, around like a jet sweep, and then they actually shoveled it forward to Jarvis Landry for a three-yard run. They don't do anything like that. There's no surprise. That's what the Chiefs use. That's what the Chiefs do the a Chiefs lot do with uh, with Travis that. Kelsey. They do. Yeah, they do that they a just lot. Do, they just seem to put these guys in better situations to succeed than the Patriots are. And it seems right now they just want Brady to go out there and play hero ball. Do you think it's an ego thing with the Patriots? They just think that they like they've done it for so long this way, and now they should but, be getting but it they done. They used to run plays like that. Mm-hmm. Did they? They were doing oh, it yes, before all the, the time. All the time. They wouldn't run those like those little tight end pitches or guys or like end arounds. They they didn't, well, they they didn't did really cooks do that. A lot last year, they they ran cooks out like those shovel passes to cooks all the time. Or, or the, the tap the pass, to the, the, tap yeah, pass yeah. the little yeah. tap pass to the guy coming across behind the formation. Uh, but they don't have a, the they direct don't have snap a cooks. to the running back. They don't have a cooks this year. No, but don't. but these are the a simple screen pass. Mm-hmm. They used to throw the screen pass so well. I think Amendola was the one who used oh, to run it the best. Was, that, that but Edelman right. used to run it quite a bit too. I, I think I might have seen two today. One to one to Edelman and one to Burkhead. And zero to the running backs, if I can recall. I don't remember. One any, to Burkhead. There was a Burkhead. Yeah, one Burkhead. And, and it probably went for like three yards. Right. Right, because it's to Burkhead. And be, not because the blocking was just horrendous. I mean, the, the Edelman screen, the blocking was pathetic. Yeah. And they had Gronk out in front. And he sealed one guy, one defender off. But it was a complete collapse after that. End around way still never answered my question. Are you putting on coaching? Are you putting on players? Execution? I put it on execution. All the above? I put it's it on execution. execution. I would agree. It's execution. So are the guys just getting old? Is, is that is that basically what it is? That everybody's just getting old and guys aren't guys aren't able to compete at the same level that they were in the past? Because the players are the same for the most part. Most? Right? The, the, the skill players. Yeah. Are. So yeah. shouldn't... shouldn't all of these plays that have worked in the past, shouldn't they realistically work now? Yeah, you'd think. I mean, we can just go on the list. Brady, he, he's older. Burkhead's not a spring chicken. James White's been around a long time. Edelman, Gronk, Gordon isn't the guy that they thought they got, they, they, they got from the Browns. Their most athlete, uh, electric player, no joke, might be Corderell. This is what I'm about to do, Patterson. Cordero. Cordero. <laughs> <laughs> Cordero is what I'm His about to do. do. His I'm going to do. do. <laughs> I just, I, it, it, they're very. I mean, I, I'm not a, I'm not a avid football analyst, but there's, it's just, I don't understand. I don't understand why there's. It feels like significantly worse this year than they were than they were last year, and and I don't know. It just, it's not. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know what kills me watching any game really is, you'll see these guys, these receivers that will out-jump a defender to make a catch. Guys you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Not the star players. Guys you've never heard of. Why can't the Patriots ever James pull Washington out a guy like today. that? Yeah. Because that's not that's not what the Patriots do. That's Why? not that's not because that's not that's not what Bill Belichick does. Because you know what those guys are? Those guys are 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 big-time skill players in college and is that because you're drafting at the end of every round every no, year? You're no. not getting that talent. I mean, these these guys aren't all first round pick Mm-mm. wide receivers on first round. Picks. No, 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 no. It's 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 because they're taking offensive linemen and they're missing and on linebackers and secondaries backs. and running backs, and they're not they're they're or losing first round picks. 
because of fines. That's true. That's true. Let a little air out of your balls, and, and you lose a, you lose yeah. some picks. Take some video. Yeah, you lose you lose a pick. <laughs> I also wonder. We always, as Patriots fans and people who follow the Patriots, we always waited for the cliff. When were they going to fall off the cliff? What no one thought could happen was the league was going to jump. And I think now they're burning the candle on both ends. They're taking a step back, and the league is taking a step forward. And now they're getting caught with this blitz right. of... And they're screwed because yeah, they have kind of feels like no it. plan. There's right. nothing well, coming. It's, it's not just a replacement for Brady. No, no. Look, look at your linebackers, your linebacking core. Old. How many times did they get burned out on the uh, sweep today? Oh, uh, that'll they be, couldn't that'll be every time. Jalen Samuels, the thing on him, other than the fact that he's a tight end, uh, or a former tight end, was that he can't run up the middle. And what did he do today? Bounce it outside. End they around, would, mixed they, directions. They would pitch it to the right, and he would cut it to the left and still yep. get 8, 9, 10 yards. Yep. Because you, you don't have the speed of you linebacker have, exactly, to set you the, the edge. You have plotters back there, and they don't have... I mean, they might have one of the most unathletic defenses in the yep. league. When and you're going against that, it's just, I mean, it's an uphill battle. So what do they do? How are they going to fix it? How is this team going to become a competitive team in three weeks, essentially? Because well, they're it, a competitive it, it, team. Yeah. Do you are you putting I, them? Are you putting them in the AFC Championship game? No, right now? then I'm they're not, not a competitive team. They're today. a competitive team. I don't. I, Isn't if, any year you make the playoffs a success? Of course. It is. Of course. No, 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 no. Any year you make the playoffs is not a failure. It's not a failure. Oh, it's not a failure. It's not a failure. If you make the playoffs, it's not a failed season. It may be a disappointment, which if if the Patriots don't go to the to the AFC Championship game, it's probably a disappointment, given the way the season started. That's that's the problem with this team. That's the bar you've set. Right. So my question is, losing a Super Bowl is a disappointment for this team. Yeah, of course. It's not just that's a disappointment for every team. Getting to the to the league championship game. You've got to win the Super Bowl for this team, or else it's, it's a failure. I don't think – not a failure, disappointment. I don't think this team is even – I don't think that they're even going to be in the conversation to go to the AFC Championship game right now. So how do they fix it in the next two weeks where they play two scrub teams? Well, I think there is really – do you think the Chiefs are still that dominant team? Yes. Do you think Andy Reid can coach a team in a big game and You not watch this kid Mahomes it? play? Huh? If you've seen Mahomes play, I have seen Mahomes play. He that is kid is a little. He's basically he's a rookie. Electric, electric. He is, but in the playoffs, nah. everything changes. If they're at home, if they have the number one seed and they're playing all their games just, at home, I'm just saying you don't have another juggernaut, proven team out there. You can get by a lot with experience. I think you're underrating the Chargers a little bit. I think the Chargers are they good. They are playing well. I think the Chargers are good. But They've are got you, a good are defense. Are you going to be intimidated going to San Diego to uh, going to San Diego <laughs> going to LA to play in a soccer stadium in front of twenty five thousand people? Yeah. No. Is that going to intimidate Brady? No. no. But I don't think going into Green Bay would intimidate Brady. I don't think going into anywhere would intimidate Brady. But I mean, you've got a team that, for the most part, has been to the Super Bowl three out of the last four years. They're not going to be, they're not going to shy away from the big moment of the of the of the playoffs. I don't think they will. I don't. I don't think they will either. But I think that, in combination with them having the experience and stuff, I think that they also always had the talent to 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 do things. They had the talent to even if they had a even if they didn't have if they weren't clicking on all cylinders, they had the talent to overcome it. Now, I don't think that's the case. I think that I think that the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs are better than them. I think the Chargers are better than them. I think the 
I think right now Houston's better than them. I think I think right now the Steelers are better than them. Yeah, the Ravens might be better than them. Like it, the, the Ravens are always tough. That's yeah. that's like when does that ever happen? Where you can rattle off four teams in just the never mind the NFC where you, where you have the Rams and the Saints and mm, that's probably it and it and the Patriots aren't in that conversation. So no, I agree with you. How, I think how I'm, do they? I'm fix just it? saying. I'm just saying. It's not out totally out of the realm of possibility that they flip that they, a switch. It could happen. I mean, th- the penalties that they happen today, those are easily correctable. Yeah, but the 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 nine yards on first down isn't. But that's been going on since last year. I just, I feel like the the whole thing has been Ben not break with the defense, and it yeah, feels and, like that and they're and now breaking of more. Giving up field goals, they're giving up touchdowns. I feel like they're breaking more, and yeah. I think. And you're relying and, on Brady to come back, right. and I and don't your think your offense was good enough to make up for those mistakes. Right. Yeah, now you 17. don't have that. They, they, they did only give up 17, so but we we did, past, we just right, said right, right by that. We just said right here that that you know it, we wouldn't be surprised if it was 35. Oh, right. No, you know it was I mean? the Steelers that that I mean it was they the Steelers close. quote unquote fault that they only had 17, not the Patriots defense. Right. But in the past, if I mean that has been a lot of their formula of success was watching the other team crumble. Right. And you could argue that the Steelers were in the midst of that, and the Patriots walk away with ten points. Yep, they couldn't. They couldn't close it out. They That's going to be their out. problem. I mean, the Chiefs. If it comes down to a gritty head coach versus head coach game, the Chiefs probably more chess win. match. The Patriots will. They can have a shot, but the realistic, the realistic outcome. It also could be a track meet. And if it becomes a track meet, You're not the waiting. Patriots don't have the sprinters. Right. They're not going to get it done. Although they played the Chiefs this year, and right. it was At a track home. meet. And they did. They did win right at home. But I just, I, I just, I would not be surprised if they are one and done. And that's insane to say with a team led by Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman and the list goes on and on and on of big name players and Pro Bowl players and All Pro MVPs. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win a home game. <sighs> I don't. They'll I don't know. I don't know. And and I just. I don't see them getting to the AFC Championship game, and that's that's a well, huge disappointment. Assuming they don't get a first round bye, I see them winning a home game. They should win the wild, wild card. card. They should win the yeah. wild card weekend game. You're right. You're right. They should. But what does that do for you? What does that do for you Give as a Patriots fan? Of, uh, what does, what does right. that do for you as a Patriots fan? Pleasure? Nothing. Fancy football's over, and the Patriots are out. That's true. Let's focus on the Bruins. That's what, that's Celtics. that's what I'm saying. Let's say, you know, winter meetings are done. Spring training hasn't started yet. What are we going to do? It's dark days. <laughs> Shut down the podcast for two months. Yeah, that's cool. not gonna, that's not going to happen. That's we'll not going to happen. You. Yeah. We'll, we'll, figure we'll have Patriots. We'll yeah, we'll we'll make it up. We'll just complain about Brady for 6 weeks. Well, then we'll be talking about who's the next guy. Who there. are they going to draft? In this year there is in my yeah. opinion there's nobody in the draft. The dude from Oregon? That guy's not even that, he in might my not opinion, even come out. When you no, he might he might not come out. He wants to play with his brother, but when you want when you're looking for that quarterback, and you don't hear anything about him throughout the season, there's a reason for that. I mean, sometimes you get a Wentz, but he went to a small school or a Goff, you can get those guys. But more often than not, if the quarterback isn't leading his team to wins in college, do you have a guy? I don't know. Sam Darno. Sam Darnold was a scrub at USC. I'm a USC guy. I like the Trojans. He was a scrub, and I think he'll be a scrub in the NFL. Right, but he was supposed to be, you know, was a big guy at the NFL, and he's, I mean, he was hurt, but is he really going to be it? I would say he was a scrub, but he. He's a gunslinger. Yeah, gunslinger. Gunslinger. Took took too many chances, threw too many interceptions. He's got the talent. Isn't Isn't it just funny that 
not to bring up a ton of old ton of old stuff with the whole Brady Garoppolo thing, but like the, the whole Patriots thing is they're always ahead of the league. We said it mm-hmm. earlier on this podcast. They're ahead of the league. They're ahead of the league, and you're starting to see older players at the quarterback position get phased out. Alex Smith in Kansas City yep. get replaced by Patrick Mahomes. Joe Flacco in Baltimore, who's probably going to be quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars next year, because he's getting pushed out by um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Um, and the Patriots are not prepared for it. When has that ever happened? Where they're not, they're not two steps ahead. I and, think that's and, Kraft, though. Kraft, see, from, I, from the from the circumstantial evidence that we saw, Kraft, it seemed as if he forced him to trade away the, the heir apparent. Maybe. And if that's the case, but he I wouldn't cut the coach, and that I hasn't wouldn't, happened until recent history. And you're also talking about. Arguably the, the greatest, greatest quarterback, quarterback of all time. Okay. Of course, of course. Letting him go play somewhere else, that was going to be a PR nightmare right. for the Patriots. Would it, though? Yes. Yeah, it would oh, be. absolutely. Let me, let, me ask you, let me ask absolutely. you this question. Let me ask you this question. Hypothetically, Garoppolo doesn't get traded. The end of the season comes, Brady moves on and goes and plays for... Give me a, a, a team. San Francisco. He went, okay, yeah. okay. Home. okay, he goes and plays for San Francisco. And he puts up the numbers he's put up this year with San Francisco. Is anybody really like, oh, look at Brady, oh, no, it's Brady lighting it up? It's a, it's a Belichick. Uh, it all depends it, on what Garoppolo's doing. The, but, right. Okay. If Garoppolo factors, comes in, yeah. plays well. You're you're winning. You keep the ball. You know, you keep the train ro- moving. No, nobody says anything about Brady. So, would it really have been a PR? maybe? Maybe for two weeks but, it would have been a PR yeah, nightmare. Absolutely. Maybe, absolutely. but you're in the off season, and what are the Patriots known for? One year ahead or a year yeah. ahead. N- Right? When, it comes, like P- when it comes to right. P- when it comes to when it comes to PR, what are the what are the Patriots known for? Oh, keeping your mouth shut. You don't say yeah. anything. You don't say anything. You keep up the, we talk. Yeah, I mean, you could you shut the, it down. Quote now yeah, from Belichick. It, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we're on we're on to Jimmy. Players that are here. Just do right. what's best for the team. And do would what it, we thought was best for the team. And would it? Can it be they argued? Still would have gotten roasted. Fine. In the media. But who cares? Roasted. Who cares about what Kraft, Boston Sports Kraft Syndicate cares, says? And yeah. he's the guy signing the check. Who cares about what the Boston Sports Syndicate says? Who cares about what the what the what the media guys say? Who cares about what the newspapers write? If it's what's best for your team, it needs to be done. And the league is doing it. You're Do you, seeing it. I gave you two examples. I'm sure there's plenty more that I haven't thought of. And the, whoever was there before Deshaun Watson in, in Houston, I don't know who it was. It was a, it was a plethora of. Uh, but but they moved Grocery, they moved on from it. I mean, it, the only the only other team that hasn't done it is the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know uh, the the Colts did it. The Browns did it. Sort of, year. sort of, sort of. The Browns did it. The Packers did it years ago. Like teams are doing it, and for some reason they nope nope because it's Brady. And you may blame Kraft, sure, but you also have to blame Brady because you know that he's he. Has something to do with the fact that that going to Kraft and saying something and wanting to get Garoppolo out of here, you have to blame him at at some point too for oh, not for do. not understanding the situation and under and he just should have retired. But that, he's that, a that, that's that's a long way of me to say he just should have retired. He should have he should have just said, "I'm done after this year." Well, that's if, he it. if they were done. the Eagles, do you think he would done? No, no. He would come back. Yeah, so? because I because I. I well, I guess it wouldn't matter at that He point. would have had, had to because Garoppolo. because Garoppolo was gone. He it had to come matter. back. He owed it to Kraft to come back, no matter what happened there. And he just I don't know. He just he just should have he should have just said, you know what? I see what's happening. This happens to every other position on the field. And it needs to happen to me too, because Right, but he's 
He's TV. I know he threw for over I, the Patriots. Oh, give me a break! I knew he threw. He's I know he threw. He cares about himself more than the team. Everyone does. But You're he was st- he was still playing at a high level. He was last year. You know MVP. it's coming. Of course we did. We all know it. You know it's coming. It's a- now. I'm not saying that he's Peyton Manning. I'm not saying that he's 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 probably Brett Favre at this point. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Favre Brett Favre held on for a little too long, mm-hmm. and he wasn't horrendous, but he yeah. wasn't Brett Favre. No. And that's kind of the NFC championship. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening here is that Brady is just you're you're witnessing the decline of a great player. Mm-hmm. Like that you need to know when it's time to go. And he should have seen it. He should have been ahead of it. The team should have seen it. That's what they do. That's what they do. And you're right. It's burning at both ends. They didn't see it. The rest of the league did. And now it's it Oh, it's gonna be dark times. Yeah. It's gonna be dark times yeah. for Patriots. Because you're fans. gonna see everyone wipe their hands clean of the situation. Yep. Belichick's not like a at how old is he now? He's going to be pushing 70, 67, right? 67, 68. So he's he's going to want to bring in a kid and groom this new kid. There's no one in this year's draft class, so you're going to have to pull a rabbit out of the hat to get something done this year. So you're going to wait another year? They're all going to walk away at the same time, and you're going to yeah. get... And then it'll it's be... It's going to be a dark time. Yeah. You might the not AFC even get... The East will be the worst division in all of football if the Patriots well, You might not even get to watch the Patriots on TV at that point. Oh, woof. Actually, I don't know if that'll happen, because they have like a... 30-year waiting list for their season Yeah, but people are going to bail fast. Oh, quick. It's just... It'll it'll stop being an event. I don't know if it'll stop. real hurry. Maybe not right away. Uh, Give it a a couple couple years. years. Give it a couple years. There's other shows in town. Yeah. You know, people jump to another thing. Looking at their roster, to to piggyback on everything we're saying, they don't have the next in line at any position, let alone quarterback. Who's the next receiver? Who's the next offensive lineman? Who's the next defensive end? Well, Who's the next linebacker? They don't have the heir apparent anywhere. Well, you don't have any. You don't have any studs at those positions. I mean, you have a young running back. You really don't even have prospects, though. You have that 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 win guy, win. Yeah, he was Isaiah Win was your number one pick. He was from Georgia, right? So he he's a lineman who's so injury prone. He's an and offensive then got hurt. lineman. There's a, there's a lineman that you can that you have there. Yeah. Wide receiver. <laughs> they don't draft wide receivers. We just we talked about that earlier. Right. You know, obviously quarterback. There's, there's nothing there. Well, where's Philip Dorsett been the last couple of weeks too? He's, he's has he, he even he been, active? been active? I can't. He has. I even, think he was active today. He didn't have. He didn't have any. Didn't get on the didn't score sheet anyway whatsoever. Didn't see him on and the field. And he was seeming to get it a little bit. Yeah. And he has speed. You'd think that they would want to keep him around, but he's been a ghost for weeks now. You know what? Wouldn't it be funny if, if you know, three, four weeks from now, all of a sudden it, they do flip that switch and. We just look like idiots. I mean, we wouldn't how. be the first. Everyone no, 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 the Patriots' no. demise only to, only to well, they want to get it. They want to get Usually, you're saying that in September, right? Not exactly. in December. Well, this was the first time in Belichick's era they lost back-to-back December yeah, games, since right? 2002. 2002. Yeah. 2002. Says, 2018. 16 says, years ago. That says something about the about this team, and I don't know. I, I I have a hard time seeing them even get to the AFC Championship game, and that's that's where I stand. I don't know where where where. Give me a quick prediction. It's all going to depend on the seeding, ultimately, because if they're upsets and they get lucky. But if if I'm looking at the teams that they're going to be playing, the, the, if they're going to uh, let's say they get the wild card, for mm-hmm. argument's sake, they're in the wild card weekend. They'll win that game because they'll be, you know, someone coming to who will be who will be the team. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, can the beat like can I can you say I'm, that the I'm Chiefs? I'm trying to look I mean, at the, the seeding right now. Yeah, who's going to come in? It would have. It was right come now in that week, and then where where do they go afterwards? Right, if they had to win, because it would be either right now. Uh, snapshot would be Baltimore or the or the L.A. 
It would be the, one of the two teams that come to town. Then they and would likely not, go to Houston. Then if they go to Houston, you could find them in the AFC Championship. Think so? They could beat Houston in Houston. I I'm not gonna get into it until until we get there. I guess. Right, of but, course. But. And I mean, yeah, there's a ton that goes into it. But I, w- I think they'll get a win in the wild card at home, and then they lose the next week on the road. Well, I'll no, give you the old. If the season were to end today, let's do that. Let's do All that. Right? For if the season yeah. were to end today, they would play Baltimore at in the wild card round at home. And what are they bad at? What are they? Even when they were great, what are they bad at? Stopping the run again, and especially an active quarterback. Running yep. quarterbacks. And now you're looking at basically one of the best. Back. One of the best. Yeah. Dude. But is that something you've got a kid with five maybe? NFL starts at that point. Right. What's the old thing on Belichick? He eats a them alive. Quarterback. Exactly. I'm going to throw this that's out the, here. That's the old book. That's the old book. That on is Belichick. the old book. This is, I'm going to throw this out there also. Baltimore comes into town. They shut down Lamar Jackson in the first half. They bring in this, Flacco. They bring in Flacco. This is the year of, are you kidding me? This just happened to the Patriots? What if Flacco came in the second half and was just like, "Yeah, check out the unibrow, bro. Throwing everywhere. <laughs> I mean, he's done it before. He's done it before. He's had so, an electric yeah. And he's, he's not intimidated by playing in Foxborough. And he can get a big deal off of this. I mean, if he shows that, yeah. like you said, the Jaguars next guy, what have you, maybe he comes in and just says, I'm going to go for it. And just, he could. I mean, that's a kind of an outlandish prediction. Where do they go from there, assuming they beat them? Then they go to Houston. Hmm. I don't love it. I don't love it. But I, I, out of all of the spots, That's that might good, be the best. Okay, so so them. now now they're playing into it. Now they're uh, now they're planning. They they wanted. <laughs> so so yeah, they guys, wanted look at this. That scenario. Belichick's losing on purpose. They wanted this. Seed. Yeah, they just set it up. Let's look at that scenario. <laughs> they wanted then. to keep okay. playing to stay fresh. Say things stay go sharp. to go to form. New England goes to Houston, right? Say <laughs> Pittsburgh wins in the first round against the Chargers. Now why are we go, saying? Why are we saying that? Because they are the home team. Let me play this out. Okay. They go to they, Pittsburgh, then goes to Kansas City. I got Kansas City in that game. Suppose Pittsburgh pulls the upset, knocks them out. Now the Patriots got a home game for the championship game. <sighs> well, yeah, that's your scenario. There's a lot of scenario. There's a lot of there's a lot of if ands and buts in there. There's a lot of there's a lot of if ands and buts in there for sure. But for the record, AFC Championship Pittsburgh at New England, we go to the Super Bowl, boys, because that they can beat the Steelers at home. I don't know, man. They couldn't do it with a with a no name running back, and you're gonna bring in James Conner to add to that to add to that offense. Now the Patriots did a pretty good. They actually did a pretty good job of shutting down Brown and Schuster. I know Brown scored a touchdown, but they did they did a. I think they did a decent oh, job absolutely. of that. So I mean, I guess and it was I guess, pretty much Gilmore one on one with uh, Brown mm-hmm. the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I, th- I think that that was a that was a they did a decent job. I they wouldn't did, say well, good, but they did. So if, if there's a bright targets, point, only four catches. In one of those catches, he caught it off the helmet of. Yeah. Whoever was covering them at yeah. the time. So, you know, they – Yeah. Who, who knew? It's a, fr- it's, it's a frustrating year to be a Patriots fan, you know. The, the team's 9-5 and five and nobody nobody's happy. So I have another who knew for you. Who the knew that ending. a shin being down constituted a player being down? I never knew that. A shin? Like, isn't it part of the – isn't it like – it's like your forearm, right? Your forearm's considered down, isn't it? Well, that's because your elbow is probably down. Yeah. Well, I mean, but is it like an extension of your knee? Extension never of your seen elbow? that before. No, never. I never, and they, they all called it right away, which I was shocked because I had never heard that before. Oh, no, he's down. It's his shin. Excuse me? Well, I the, never heard that. I don't know. I, 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 I think like that makes ankle. sense. Yeah, and for the record, it was more like the calf ankle area. Yeah. I don't know if it I was I think that makes sense, though. Like, if a guy goes tumbling over and he, he – as long as it's not his hand, everything else is considered down. His hip, his, his leg, his, it's all considered down. Never right? seen that before. Never seen the shin get I have. I, I've never seen it referenced so 
adamantly from the ref. He said, "Well, nothing gets, was down. Nothing gets by Tony Romo." Well, not so, Romo. I mean, you know, he's, he's he's just he's he's I've analyzing. Never, and for the record, I have also never heard of a, a announcer get so excited on a late substitution <laughs> <laughs> when the Patriots win that fourth and one, and you saw that mass substitution. I never, I never knew uh, anyone could get that excited over. How many, so how many simple. times did he need to change a pants? You think in the, during that game at <laughs> least I think twice? I called for it at least. You twice. did at yeah. least twice. <laughs> I've heard Romo travels with multiple pairs of slacks when, <laughs> when he does these games. You keep those khakis packed. <laughs> <laughs> the, he, the, he's the guy. That's, what are you doing? To, it's the pleats. <laughs> it's just the pleats. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tony Romo. Something about something about announcers that just doesn't sit well with pretty much anybody. It yeah. feels like like everyone has something bad to say about announcers. Well, because they always get hyped when your team's losing too, so you get bad taste in your mouth. But then sometimes you know you ignore them when it's your team. Yeah, he was going on about a pass rush. I think that's one of the times where he was you know it was time to change the shorts was a a pass rush, yeah, and then the, also, the substitution. Yeah. Oh. Which was a. Uh, sure. Cool. Mm, cool. Neat. Yeah. Everybody ran off the field sure. and they punted. Yeah, it was cool. On never fourth seen, down. Never seen that before. Really. Yeah. <laughs> If they would have won the game, you think they would have shown like clips of look at it, look at them practicing on Thursday, guy. Oh, mass substitutions. They ran it four times in a row. They practice that stuff. It. They practice that stuff. They yeah. practice every situation. Okay. All right, Tony. Uh anything else Patriots related you guys would like to discuss before we uh before we head out? It's gonna they're gonna need help. For the first time it's not in their hands. It's gonna be the hands of like we talked about the play, the winning uh um like the other, they, the destiny, their destiny is going to be controlled outside, not by themselves. We talked about Houston's going to have to f- drop a game here, or Steelers are going to have to upset in the playoffs to get them a home game. They're going to, they, they, for the first time in a long time, they need so much help. Yeah, I can't argue with that <laughs> at all. Okay. I, I think we've said it all. I think, uh, well, not everything, because I could go on about Brady forever, but, uh, in the sake of time, we won't do that. So uh, thank you guys for listening. You can check out all of our articles. You can get to all of our social media. If you head over to our website, it's www.bostonsportssyndicate.com, and you can get to everything you want to from there, social media, the podcast. Check out these guys' articles. And, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast was provided by Jay Kelly. To hear more from Jay, search the letter J.Kelly on iTunes or Spotify.